0: Welcome to the Born Unbreakable Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you, You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high-quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home, everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com, that's B L U S K Y S. L-I-F-E dot com and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Tadez Maya, back again with a very exciting guest. It was such an honor for me to be introduced to Danette May, who uh, I got introduced to by a friend, April Garcia. I'm in April's mastermind. And when she meets incredible people that are changing the world, she lets me know about them. (laughs) And, And that's how I got introduced to Danette. And my whole platform is about bringing incredible stories of people who are changing the world that have gone through some things so we can be reminded about our unbreakable spirit. So let me tell you a little bit about Danette and then I would love for us to dive into some questions. Uh, So Danette is a leading healthy lifestyle expert in fitness and nutrition. She's the co-founder and CCO of Mindful Health LLC and Earth Echo Foods. She's also, if that's not enough, a best-selling author of The Rise Movement. And I'm really excited because we'll talk about her book today, Embrace Abundance. She's also a keynote speaker, a high-level executive coach an entrepreneur, a mother, wife, and humanitarian. She's also been featured on TV on places like Access Hollywood, Hallmark Home, and Family CBS and other national platforms to net. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast.
1: Yeah. Excited to be here and to get to know you better and your audience for sure.
0: Yeah. So I, I have to start with your story because you've gone through some pretty tremendous things from child loss, divorce, near bankruptcy, homelessness almost in, in, in your life. And there was a pivot point where you rewrote your story. Mm -hmm. So take us back. And what was that for you? Where did things start to take a turn and just share more?
1: Yeah. You know, I think ultimately how I can just describe this story ultimately is just being a woman who was living in the paradigm and the story of Her upbringing and the people that loved her the most, like truly living into the story and the paradigm of my family, my religion, the community within that, and trying to fit in, trying to fit into that storyline. And ultimately, trying to fit into that storyline had me turning off my intuition and turning off truly who Danette May is, and not even really knowing who she is, but just going through the motions. And so, when you turn off your intuition or you're living into the paradigm and life of, those around you, because you love them, and it feels like that's what you should do, it can lead you down a path that is not your own. And that's really what happened for me is, I found myself, you know, pregnant with my second child as having a boy, I was so excited. But I was also this woman who was really good at turning off her intuition and just not really wanting to face these harder things. Like usually, you don't that's the when you turn it off because you don't really want to listen to the type of friends you have. Like, you don't want to hear the truth around what your body's trying to tell you around the job you're keeping or the relationships or um, the way you're living your life, your health, things like that. So I was really good at it. And I had a rare moment where I was rocking in the rocking chair, and I was wanting him to kick and to move around, and he wasn't moving. And I had really strong intuition that something was wrong, and I should go to the hospital. But what happens is you don't want to face something that feels difficult. I didn't want to face that. So I got up and went and did the dishes and got myself busy. And I don't say this for anyone to feel bad. I say this only, and I go on a podcast or share this story because I want you to check your own life where you get busy and numb out, either it's scrolling through the phone or just going out and hanging out with the same friends or watching the next Netflix show. Or like for me, I was cleaning my house and doing all those perfection things where you're really meant to listen in and you're really meant to get still, but you're just choosing not to. So that's why I share that. But that's, that's led me to losing my child that night. I went into the hospital and came home the next day because I had him there and um, didn't have my son with me. And this led me on a spiral of really um, looking at my relationship, looking at myself. Um, It led me into depression, which was a massive gift and eventually led me to more rock bottoms of financial ruin. (laughs) I had massive financial ruin, went through a horrible divorce. And this is it was just that gift of spiraling, spiraling, spiraling down so that I could unravel all that wasn't serving me and really get to the truth of who I am and really to the space of, I don't care. Like I'm done pleasing everyone else. Like I've failed everything and who is Danette? And that was a massive gift for me.
0: So many people are raising their hand
1: right now to themselves
0: as they hear your story, because you're talking about something, particularly as women, um, Mm -hmm. and I think certainly it happens to all of us, is we're living a life that the people that we love want for us, Mm -hmm. and that's well-intentioned,
1: right? Right. Like
0: when you're young, Mm -hmm. from childhood to being a teenager Mm -hmm. and even a young adult, You wanna make people around you proud. You wanna meet their expectations. You want them to talk about you and say, whoa, do you see how Danette has done this? Do you see how she's lived up to the different dreams? And then at some point, you take that power. Mm -hmm. You take that power. And that is just remarkable. Mm -hmm. Um, So then you went on this journey (laughs) to you know get into more of that mindfulness you know that inner reflection um what was you know so obviously I think a, a critical point of what you shared is the loss of your your child um and so was that really the launch of when you began to
1: this entrepreneurship and the turn that you've taken I feel like it was a journey. It wasn't like it happened overnight. Obviously, I was in my mess. So the loss of my child, then going through depression, then unraveling my relationship then going through divorce then just reconciling that I'm alone. Like my family thinks I'm crazy because I'm letting go of all the things that they wanted for me that I'm like, I don't think these are for me. And so there's a huge disappointment in there. I'm a single mom. I'm Busy because now I'm a single mom with no money. So there was this time period of like being just being in the mess. And I want to tell everyone this because I'm obviously you can see the lotus up above. I'm fascinated with the lotus because the lotus grows, this beautiful flower grows from the mud and the muck. And there is a gestation period, there is a period of soaking up a lot of crap, a lot of mud and muck to make a beautiful flower. And for me, I felt like that was a phase I was in. And I wasn't like, oh, I have to create a program. I definitely was like, uh, I can't be the only woman. I can't be the only one. And how, okay, like I have a dream in my heart. I want to help people and I want to matter and I want to have a voice. And it really was that I was like, okay, this mess gets to be my message And I get to help people because I'm finding my own legs. I'm finding my own voice. I'm finding my strength. And I started with just my clients that were one-on-one. And then I was like, I want to do a movement. I want every person to have access to this. But I know nothing. I know nothing about marketing. I just know how to create the program. And that's literally where the business dream started was knowing that I wanted everyone to have access to this.
0: Where were you when I was in my muck?
1: <laughs> you know,
0: it's fascinating to hear you talk about, because this is, I did not plan this at all, but you know, your your lotus there, when I went through my own personal journey, which includes divorce and difficult things, I actually got a tattoo oh of goodness. a lotus. I mean, it was the start of, of something that's turned into a lot bigger, but the start of it was a lotus for the very reason that you describe because I do think that uh, pain can turn into power and challenge inevitably turns into beauty. And from that comes massive learning Beyond even what you can imagine, and I think that that symbol is such an an incredible reflection of that. So I'm like, whoa, that's that's kind of just a really cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Uh like we're connected in that way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a symbol for a lot of cultures. Like when I was in ancient Egypt, you, you know, that's one of their main symbols is the papyrus and the lotus, and they use those oils for blessing and. You know, it's it's transcended a lot of meaning within me as I've grown and evolved into the power I am. And now I use the lotus oils for my power, for igniting wisdom and getting into my own rituals and stuff. So it's been really a beautiful journey.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited because as I've learned about you, there are five core principles that you build not just for yourself but into your business so i'm going to run through those really quick and i would love for you to talk about what they mean to you and how you incorporate them into your business so honesty and integrity ownership family constant growth and empowerment Mm -hmm. what do those mean to you and how how do you
1: bring that into the work you do yeah i feel like we're on one of our team meetings because we we're (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our team meeting with all our employees um we talk about these things because i remember actually me and my business partner who actually happens to be my my husband too we started business together but then it just i got a two for one so for one um, <laughs> and we were sitting down we were like what are our core values you know and we were thinking about a couple people, one being someone on our team that we just were like, oh, they really get it. We really admire them. And, or, and this other person was outside our team, but we really admired their characteristics and we boiled down what is that characteristic and that this is where we got these, these um, character traits. And so the, like the one, like when you said ownership, like, so how many, I don't know how many people have read the four agreements, but you hear this statement in one of the four agreements, and right? right. Favorite book. He talks about being impeccable with your word, right? And that meaning a lot of times, like being honest to other people. And and if you say you're going to do something, do it. But to me, ownership is being impeccable with your word to yourself. And also taking 100% radical responsibility that you are in charge of your life. Even the parts where you're like, uh oh, you hide hide you know? this one's awful. <laughs> Right. I'll just
0: go in a hole and see if this leaves tomorrow. Does that ever work? No, it doesn't.
1: (laughs) Totally, totally. Right. And it's like when you can take responsibility for even the crap and that you got yourself to the crap, even like even the loss of my son. And I know that sounds really juicy to somebody who's lost children before, too. I still took that ownership. And when you take that ownership, it's hard but it's also the most freeing thing you can do. And it's also the thing that actually shifts your life the most dramatically, because if you got yourself there, you can get yourself out. And if you can claim that, then you can claim that power side. So ownership is a big one for me. Honesty and integrity, it's interesting because integrity and honesty is different for every human. So my integrity may look different than your integrity. So it's within myself. It's not holding everyone to my standards. Or to what I think is honesty and what's integrity. But for me, if I say something, I'm going to do it, you know. And also this integrity idea of like integrity is so in-depth. But I'm also learning there's this fine line of being able to like change your mind. So you can say that you believe something and then learn more information and go, it's okay for me to change my mind and I'm still in integrity. Um, so it's it's moving with the tides of wisdom within yourself and what you're learning, but being in alignment with that. So that's that. And then, you know, I, the rest I think are pretty self-explanatory, but those two are the ones where I'm like, I wanted to like clarify because um, I think they can mean different things to different people.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more. But, you know, foundationally, those are things that I think can, particularly ownership, can make or break, uh, you know, the high points or the low points because Mm -hmm. you can be a victim or you can be a victor of your circumstances. And sometimes we, you know, we just don't want to own it. And the minute that we do, that's when things start to change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to spend some time talking about this paradigm shift, you know, that you mm-hmm. talked about at the beginning of this this interview, for women in particular, breaking free from past or previous identities. And here's, here's what I mean by that, just to be clear. So, you know, let's say, you're a person who was married for a decade or two. And then something happens maybe you have a loss loss of that partner a divorce you're now not that person that you were because that was the past but your future associations still bear that in at your at your core of like well i used to be this and this is how i was and this is what i was doing at the time and this is what served me when that persona no longer serves you today. And mm-hmm. it's not the vision for what your life is going to be tomorrow or five years from now. Mm-hmm. And that is something as women, whether it's parenthood, relationships, jobs, careers, there's this attachment. Um, and there's probably psychological you know, and emotional things and scientific data that, that shows the connection to that. But one of the most profound things that you do, Danette, is work with people to shift them to that freeing next version of themselves that can be anything Mm -hmm. that they want to be. Yeah. You know, so what is some of the process in your, you know, programs, whether that's one-on-one or in a bigger setting, if somebody comes to you and that's where they are, like they are just in that, they're in the muck. They are not the lotus flower. They're like, listen, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on because All who I've been is this person, and now all that is
1: gone. Yeah. What am
0: I supposed to do? What now? What?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So every story is going to be a little different, but the, the fundamental truth is everyone has a story. And so for me, what I would take any individual and so anyone listening, I would say, What is your story? What is the story around your situation right now? What's your story around your past and what's your story around right now? And really looking at this because the, the fundamental truth, and this is hard for some people to swallow, but I always say, I'm just going to serve it up real, <laughs> you know, because I love you enough to do so. Um, and I'm speaking to myself. Anytime there's suffering, there's a story attached to it that's creating the suffering. The same for anytime there's joy. There's a story attached, which is creating the joy. So always checking your stories, the story you're telling yourself about the situation, whether you're a victim and not a victim. Um, is this really who you are? You think this is a story of who you are and how you have been and how people perceive you, but is it absolutely fundamentally true? And most of the time, most of our stories are not fundamentally true. They're just stories. And if we are the dreamer of the dream, and we are the story creators, then we get to rewrite the story. We get to rewrite the story. If the story is not serving you, rewrite a new one. And there's lots of ways to rewrite a new one because it's sometimes a little more difficult than, you know, done than said. So for example, there's trauma and trauma is typically the thing that creates this feeling of I'm broken, which I don't actually agree with. So I love that you're like born unbreakable because when people are like, they're broken (laughs) or I'm broken, I'm like, that is an interesting story because Mm -hmm. nothing actually ever breaks. Like if you want to understand energy at the fundamental level, nothing ever breaks. Like there's always a currency of energy. There's always, it can be shifted. It can, um, have a different look but like every cell everything your body your situation anything never fully breaks because energy is always funneling through so it's not true that anyone's ever broken or anything's ever broken because there's always energy that's on a scientific level Mm -hmm. um so going back to trauma like checking the story that is there, that's creating the trauma, because if you're not feeling pain right now, or no one's putting it on you right now, it's a story. And so you get to go back and rewire that story. And there is a lot of scientific evidence on this. And I've been doing it and I'm seeing miracles because anytime you feel a trigger, it's typically because of a past trauma trigger being something where you're ticked off, pissed off, you feel betrayed dah, 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 in real time in your life mm-hmm. <laughs> from someone something. It usually stems from a past trauma. So going back to that past trauma and rewriting the story of it. So literally going back to the scene and changing the scene and feeling it in your body and doing it over and over, it creates new neural pathways in your whole body, which then like disintegrates that like trigger, right? So it actually lands differently in your body. You can rewrite any trauma, which means you are the ultimate healer, which a lot of people don't really, I think they get some people, but maybe they don't know. I'm not sure because I'm like, we have this magnificent power to heal ourselves through rewiring the story. And so this is what I do a lot, rewiring my wounding with women. Like that's a story or a story around the loss of my son or the story around my parents or whatever thing that's causing her. I can go back Back and rewire it. Some people might say that's delusional, but I'm like, we are living in a delusional dream. Like, show up in your fullest, show up in what feels juicy and good, and rewire those traumas, especially if it's causing trigger in everyday life today, which doesn't necessarily need to happen.
0: I I couldn't agree more with that. I think that it goes back to ownership, mm-hmm. which is one of your your values and and. And the growth and the learning and the opportunity that comes with the pain that we experience, because yeah. I, I think one thing that most people can relate to is the fact that in something that was traumatic
1: is probably the time that you learn the most. I think that, I think everyone can say that, you know, that's like your biggest accelerator mm-hmm. for growth.
0: Absolutely, because it's the time when you question yourself the most, and I, yeah. I would argue that part of what we should do continuously, and I and that's why I love that constant growth is one of your other values is to question. You know, when I read the Fifth Agreement, um, which was about you know to to question is is just that is is absolute truth is what you what you make it but as human beings we're constantly evolving so you do have the right to change your perspective and to give yourself grace to say oh my gosh i had to have a different perspective on that i I had no idea and now i've learned and and i can grow which brings me to your book Mm -hmm. your book you call Embrace Abundance. So talk to us about what inspired your book and what you're excited about for people to to learn as they venture into into it.
1: Yeah. So I actually, it was right before the pandemic hit and I wasn't planning on writing a book. Hay House had called me and said, we want to have a chat and we want to know if you'd like to write another book. (laughs) And I was like, I wasn't thinking about it. And I was like, Uh, they were like, well, anything passionate coming up for you? And I was like, there's a lot that's coming up for me, of course. So I'm not sure. I said, what would you as a reader want to hear from me about? And that's when this beautiful woman on the Hay House team, who I really admire and respect, she's been with them for like 15 years. She said, Danette, I think people really want to know how you were able to go from no career, no passion, no purpose to this like passionate purpose, financially freeing job, how you went from no, like a no relationship toxic relation to this really magnetic relationship, because she knows me on a personal level, how you were able to take certain no friendships to friendships, how you were able to bridge all these different areas, and and seem to do all the areas. And and I actually was fascinated, because I've worked on all the areas, I spent very a lot of time working on all the areas, because some areas were more abundant than others. And I was like, life is about a 360 degree experience. And the fundamental cord of abundance, truly being a manifestor or what we call a magnet, that that fundamental core frequency is love. And no one's really talking about this frequency. But if you can tap into this frequency, you're a badass manifester. (laughs) You're on a trajectory and it's been proven time and time again. And even studies with um, people who had near death experiences that have completely healed their bodies, they'll tell you they tapped into a frequency of unconditional love. And this has fascinated me. So anyway, they asked me to do this. I've already been studying this. I've been coaching it, but I hadn't put it in a book. And then I was like, "Ah, I don't know if the timing's right. And then pandemic happened and I watched people spiral really fast into fear and I was like all right I'm going like it had a whole day for me I was like (laughs) "Um, I want people to have hope like right now more than ever we need people in their power we need them in their frequency of love and understanding that actually at the fundamental core our birthright is abundance and we've somehow along the way have got a story that It's for some people and not for others. Or if I have one avenue of abundance, I can't have another avenue of abundance. Or who am I to have this much? Actually, we're just all wounded humans wondering if we're enough at the fundamental level. And I just wanted to like shatter that and give people a piece of hope that they could read and anyone at any level could gain some insight and some wisdom and actually start seeing the miracles coming into their life.
0: That is so cool. (laughs) And you know what? I I think too, your energy just manifested that. You getting a phone call and you you having all of that within you, it was meant to be given to the world. So Mm -hmm. we can buy
1: this book where? Well, it launched about a week ago. I don't know when this is airing but it will be very fresh off the press still but new baby out in the world but it's on every, on amazon every major bookstore if it's easier for people i did create a website where you can actually see where all the different bookstores are amazon and just go there easily it's embraceabundancebook.com or go to amazon wherever you want to go to get it
0: fantastic Embrace, I mean, and you should, typing that out maybe will just make you harness that even more. So I would definitely, you know what I mean? It's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, but I think it's such a it's such a key message. And And like you said, now more than ever, the world is a noisy place. And as we know, there's more than enough things happening with the economy and politics and social justice and everything else that in the midst of all that, let's focus on this. Let's focus on ourselves and bringing the best into the world.
1: Mm -hmm. Well,
0: I know that we don't have forever left on the, on the, on this interview. And I wish that we, you know, I could go for hours talking about this stuff, but I do want my audience to get to know a little bit more of Danette. So I've got a couple of questions that will just allow you to share your perspective a little bit further. So my first question for you, start with an easy one is what are three words that best describe you?
1: Three words words. that describe describe me. One word that people have shared with me that I I agree with is tenacious. Um, The second one, passionate. And the third, um, manifester. That is powerful.
0: (laughs) That needs to be on a T-shirt that we all wear. (laughs) bracelet. That could be part of your book tour. You know, I see that. My brand manager. (laughs) Black going on manifest or that. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to work on that. Okay. Next question is what is something that you are working on improving?
1: Oh, I'm constantly working on things to improve, but what's in high resonance for me right now is owning this frequency. So something that came up in soul writing for me was your frequency is more potent than your strategy. And what that means for me is that anytime I feel like a frustration or an irritation, it doesn't have to be anything big, just even small annoyances, that's my opportunity to get back into my frequency. Because I have big dreams on my heart for the next evolution of what I'm doing and how I'm showing up and how I'm serving. And so I have this, which could be maybe my next book, because I feel like I'm in the experimentation of it, is less doing and more into the frequency because it's already been laid out. It's already been laid out in my visions. And yeah, so that's really where I'm trying to play and dance with right now. That's so
0: awesome. Yeah. Sometimes we overthink mm-hmm. versus just being and moving with, with our feelings and that energy. So that's, I love that. Okay. Next question. What is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome?
1: Oh man, so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> self-limiting belief. I'll just be so raw right now. One of mine right now And this is a self-limiting belief because once again, we talked about ownership and I'm going to take it as my own self-limiting belief. Um, Lately, there have been close friends, people in the business space that have been using my identity on ads, driving to their programs. And it's cut me really deep. And it's cut me because I have a wounding, a limiting belief around true friends and people who are really just altruistic, want to be there for you as a friend. Because for me, you know, there was a time of chasing success or what we would call abundance financially. And once you reach it, you start to realize that the, at, all along what really mattered the most was your relationships. Mm -hmm. And, um, so for me, this is a wounding. So it's a limiting belief that people are not as genuine as they say they are. So I am working on shifting that story within myself. Wow.
0: That is a great thing to call out because that, that journey that you've just talked about is one that people get to at different points in their life. So it's something to check, to check in with. That is awesome. Okay. What is one thing that you want to see changed in the world?
1: (laughs) You ask these questions and I'm like, so much. (laughs) Uh, 20 things. (laughs) Um, You know, this is just one of many. I think there's so many amazing noble causes. And ultimately the biggest thing that any of us can do is own our own energy and um, get into our own self-love and actualization But I actually, outside of that, I would love to see a different um, way for education. I think that it's, there are definitely places where it's good, but I think it could be phenomenal. And I think we're ready for an upgrade. And I thought, I saw it kind of happening when people were removed from school. And I saw, like, maybe there would just be a a silence and a moment when they'd be like, hey, maybe we should shift this or shift this. Like, that wasn't really working because they had a moment to and then I'm just seeing it kind of going back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. So I just think there's a huge opportunity um, in the educational system for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a dynamic space we live in right now too, you know, with mm-hmm. access. Yeah,
1: we go into a lot of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's, you know, I mean, and of course, you know, you can talk about social class and access, but I, I mean, even when we think globally, the internet, you know, and if we think about today versus ten years ago, you know, the, the the immediacy and the instant gratification that we get of being able to seek and find and juice information compared to to previous. And um, now we're in this virtual world, partly because you know we we can with the technologies, but because there's a pandemic out there, it's kind of yes. making us do different things, right?
1: Totally, it's so interesting you asked me this question and I said, the educational system and you know, what's bubbling up inside of me is I feel like mother earth is like, Jeanette speak for me on coach Dez's podcast, like speak for me. And I sense that one of the biggest radical things that we could all do would be honoring mother earth and going back to that, that rhythm, that truth, that grace, that honoring, because I sense that if we honored her that it would change how we interact with every animal, every plant, every human. Um, And so I think she's like, speak up for me because this is our greatest opportunity. That is, I'm so glad you said that.
0: Mm -hmm. There are not enough documentaries that can be made to help us understand the importance of doing doing even more of that. Yeah. Okay, Danette, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? (laughs)
1: so good i have to i want to see a compilation of all the people that sent stuff to you because you could have a whole scroll that could be a book of the best advice ever given that would be a total amazing book um it's coming it's coming (laughs) because that would be awesome i'd be the first to get it because i'd be like i'm curious what everybody says is their best advice yeah um best advice i've been given Hmm. (laughs) This isn't the best advice, but this is what's coming to me. Um, I remember I was inquiring of this individual, very successful entrepreneur of um, like what advice would they give me in the entrepreneur? Like I was growing at the time and he was like, you spend eight hours sleeping, get a dang good bed and good sheets and don't skimp on it. And I was kind of the girl that was kind of skimping on that stuff. You know, I just didn't know it needed that much paramount in my life but it's been interesting to see how just crawling into a really luxe sheeted bed or sleeping on a good bed with good pillows um it's a reminder that you're worthy of it and it's also like you are like there's no difference between real time and dream time and so it just i think it was kind of wise wise advice
0: i am still working on the sleep thing so i am glad to hear it I welcome that feedback. And if anyone does know of some good pillow recommendations, I've been having some neck pain, let me know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it is funny. It's one of those things where you're like, be an entrepreneur, just work hard. It's okay to sleep two hours a night and it's not okay though.
1: No, and you don't need to. That's what I mean by your frequency is more important than your strategy because, that frequency state is in dream time and you do need that sleep and you new, do need that meditation and quiet time and you are going to become more potent. I mean, when I coach my high level clients, I like take them to the next level and they're like, oh my gosh, I can have like, like structure my life like this and I'm relaxing more and my business is growing. And it's like, because I'm getting you into a frequency, which is not talked about a lot, but it's like next level. Right. Can you imagine, yeah. you know? Yeah people yeah.
0: like I can do the four hour work week or I can, you know, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but it's, um, I, I, I do think that that in and of itself, it could probably be its own podcast episode uh, mm-hmm. is, is that, that paradigm shift of, yes. of success means working 20 of 24 hours. And, you know, yeah. a lot of the uh, the things that I think, unfortunately are, are just stigmas of, of what the definition of success is. So right. I'm glad. That, that we're addressing that. Um, so how can people follow you? How can they follow you, learn about your programs, and be able to tap into all of the things that you have to provide to the world?
1: Oh, thanks for asking. Um, website, obviously, you can find all the programs there. Um, so danettemay.com. And then social, It's it's, <laughs> I always laugh when I have to say my social because it's the Danette May, not Danette May, the Danette May, because someone took it. So it's the Danette May on Facebook and Instagram. And um, but that's where you can find me too. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Unless that's you're in the- my programs and you really see me a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Is there anything coming up that you would want to share any kind of programs or anything
1: that you want to make sure people know about? Well, actually, everything's sold out for next year. So I don't have any programs. But I think the biggest thing is like, you know, it's fascinating to me about a book because as an author, like I've created a lot of programs and I send out 360 newsletters a year. So 365. Oh, is that it? Just
0: 365? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One a day,
1: right? So content coming out of the wazoo and a book that I write for Hay House feels like the juiciest of all content. And it feels like I'm pouring it all out in like a hard copy book for people. And it's fascinating to me because it's like, I get more buyers of my programs, like hundreds of thousands of buyers on a program, but it seems like a hardcover book that has even more information. It's like, I don't know if it's because they think they can get it at the library or what the deal is, but I just want to say like, it's not even my book, like really look at books in general. It's where I get most of my wisdom and like, Devour books, like devour the wisdom in books and, and be an, on, like an ongoing learner and, and read, 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 because it's going to be game changing. But I would say if you really want to know, you know, what I've been up to and what I'm doing when I'm coaching clients, get the book amen to that
0: that, that is clarity right there absolutely i am a huge fan of you i can't wait to dive into the book and i absolutely encourage everyone to do that because your message is so powerful and it's also about sustaining this life of manifestation and abundance that we are all we should all have we should all be destined for so you know I know how busy of a schedule you have, and I'm just so grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule Thank to connect you. with me, to connect with the listeners today. I, I'm excited about everything that you're doing, and I look forward to continuing to follow your journey. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. We'll, we'll uh, hear and follow your journey on your all your socials. Thanks for having me
1: your amazing podcaster interview. Um, I do a lot of them and you're, you're phenomenal. So you're on the right path for sure. Thank you. Yeah, turn red. (laughs) No, it's true. (laughs) Like Honestly, some people are just have really good at it. And some people do it because they want to do it. But they're just not as flow and you're you're in it. You're good.
0: Yeah, It's the frequency. You gave me the frequency to flow. I'm in the stillness of the moment right now. So
1: so this, is,
0: this has been, no, this really has been the highlight of my day. So I'm going to, there's a lot of little juicy points that I, I'm going to come back and listen to myself because I just am really vibing with everything that you do. So I'm oh, excited, thank but you. thank you so much. And we'll definitely be in touch.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks, Danette. Bye. Danette. May, what a powerful interview and a story that is magnificent from tragedy and trauma to helping millions of people around the world to manifest abundance and detach from those past stories. How many of us are telling ourselves a story based on someone that we were? Ten years ago, five years ago, we are evolving human beings every single day learning something new about ourselves and the world. You should not be the same person that you were even a year ago because you are learning and growing every single day. So a few key takeaways. Number one, extreme and radical ownership of our lives. I truly do believe that life is about, you know. 10% 10% of the things that happen to us but 90% of how we react to it. I love that saying because we don't know what curveballs are going to be thrown at us. People don't sign up to wake up and find out that they have a disease or that the person they're with wants to break up with them or that you know their child is going through something challenging. Name it. And it often is something that we didn't know was coming in the way that it came, even if you think you could anticipate it. It is about your mindset, and it's about being a person that takes action to change the course and own the direction of your life. So I wanna ask you today, what is it that you need to take extreme ownership and accountability for? What area of your life Have you avoided, put in a box, put in the corner, and told yourself you were going to deal with that later when you need to deal with it right now? What is that? What is that one thing that you need to give attention to so that you can shift it into a space of manifestation and an energy that will bring you abundance? That is my question for you today. And I'm going to leave it as simple as that because that is a lot. We avoid the questions that we need to ask ourselves because it's easier to focus on the externalities. I am the first to admit that I will do what Danette talked about and go to a Netflix show because I'm like, Hey, binge watching this for a couple of hours means that I don't have to think about this other thing for a couple of hours. But guess what? After the binge, that thing is still there. It happens to us all, and it's time for us to work together in community because that's what we do here. That's what Born Unbreakable is all about. It is about community. It is about connectedness. It is about us being in this together and this thing we called life, okay, that we're all going to be out of into some next chapter. That is the only thing we do know, right? So let's be in it together and work on the best version and manifesting our best lives together. Thank you so much for being here. Buy her book. Buy her book. Embrace Abundance. She's absolutely right that continuous learning is the way that we shape our minds and we grow our perspectives. So do that service that will help her and it will also help you and maybe help others because of what you'll learn. And you can even gift the book. The holiday season is coming. So I think books are some of the most phenomenal gifts Um, and it will never get old. I'm very excited because the guests that are coming on the show have been magnificent and it means that you guys are getting even more. So guess what? Tune in again next week for more incredible episodes of the Born Unbreakable podcast. And hey, if you haven't yet, do me a favor and rate and review the show. It takes only about 60 seconds. You could do it directly there on Apple Podcasts. You can also do it on Audible. Apple Podcasts is the place where I like to look to get feedback. So please do that. Share this episode with someone who needed to hear it today. With that, remember that you are your only limit and take action today. See you on the next episode.